With your host, Jeff Casper and Yona Brindis, metaphysical teachers, powerful healers. Learn more about Jeff and Yona by going to the website of transcodes.com. Learn more about Heart Warriors Radio by going to outerlimitsradio.com. Click on the icon that says Heart Warriors Radio. Yona and Jeff, how are you both doing? Hi there. Hey, very good. <laughs> yes. yes. Thank you. How are you, Ryan? Well, I'm doing unbelievable. Me and my two chins are doing great. <laughs> Hanging out. Have a pretty good time. Well, we're going to keep things up. Despite the fact that we're going to be talking about demonic entities, this is going to be a very positive show. So we're going to keep things Yay. up. Yay. <laughs> let's start things off. The positive side of yeah. the positive side of the demonic entities. So let's, um, let's say that you only gave a recent speech about angels and demons. Let's go right into uh, demons. What are they? And are they of human origin? I mean, where do these things come from? And what interest do they have in humanity? And this is a very, very complex subject, okay? <laughs> and there is many books written about this, mm-hmm. and there is absolutely no consensus in the world, in the, at least not in the last 2,000 years. So there's a history, obviously, and we look into the mythology a lot when we want to decipher this, but... For people like us who actually work with energies, who see energies, who work with entities, who teach others how to discern this and how to work with this, these things are quite normal to talk about. We see hierarchies there, and we see uh, based on their frequency, um, basically sort of what they want, where they are coming from. But the question whether or not they originate in Humans is very difficult to answer because when we look at energies in general, we can never really tell what was there first, the chicken or the egg, Mm -hmm. because it's a two-way. Okay, so we have, on one hand, a certain energetic state, and that uh, anyone has fluctuating energetic states. And um, I, I know many of you have heard this, you know, there's a certain resonance or certain frequency that it cures depending on what state you're in. And that also determines what you attract. So people who are in a very low, who have a very low frequency, they tend to resonate with things that also have a very low vibratory rate. And vice versa, obviously, when you are in a higher state, high, high vibe, not high as in high, but a high, high a vibratory state such as you know, you're connected with your heart, you feel compassion, you feel um, forgiveness, you you can go into empathy and so forth. Then, yeah. then you naturally feel attracted to more positive things in your life. You feel more attracted to nature, to, to things that are healing, to things that are loving. Whereas someone who is in a very low vibe um, seems to see uh, only the dark, only the negative, uh, and also seems to be attracted more to this. It opens them up. Once a person has that attraction to the lower fields and begins to embrace them or like hold on to them, 
they actually open themselves up to more of that uh, being messed with, um, having having things come in, uh, having things bother them, actually having even potentially possession, um, especially people who completely turn away from any idea of God or higher power is not real. When they begin to deny that, it actually begins to open up that potential. So I totally agree with Yona. The, the lower a person's consciousness level or their energy or their state, the higher potential they have for being messed with. Okay, when you describe their particular state, how do you... I mean, what if they're, they're experiencing anger and they're experiencing sadness, but there, there's a justifiable reason for them to be angry or sad. What does it entail to put them in a particular state where they are going to be susceptible to demonic uh, encounter? Well, we have to di distinguish here between emotional states and energetic states. So we all have a wide ra range of emotions. Um, I think it's like 32,000 emotions that we have, and they're all neither good nor bad. So uh, when we're angry or when we're sad, that doesn't necessarily mean that we are in a low energetic state. It just means that we are in this moment, you know, ex experiencing something that can potentially pull us low, all right? So if somebody gets stuck in anger or in sadness or in apathy or, you know, depression, anxiety, and so forth, then we can, you know, observe that they kind of are in a state. They, they, they can't get out of that state. That would be a definition of being caught in a low state. And in this low state, when we basically latch onto that, when we, you know, like sort of milk it or when we get something out of that, then we are more susceptible to things that feed that. All right. And it's a, there's other states such as greed and lust and, you know, basically all the human, the, the fleshly temptations that can lead to an overconsumption or, you know, like an addiction or something where it goes out of control. So we have to distinguish here that when someone is angry, that doesn't mean that they're in a low state. Yeah. But if they latch onto their anger and if they let the anger control them, and, you know, then they start ranting and justifying and uh, perhaps even lying or um, attacking. Then they're basically sort of maneuvering themselves into a low state. A normal person, you know, that goes through a certain range of emotions in a day, uh, you know, can experience all kinds of emotions without ever actually getting stuck in that state if this person has a healthy emotional processing, a good sort of sense for what is true. Do you know what I mean? So this is basically part of what we teach people here is like, you know, first we have to lose the fear of certain emotional states, okay, and not judge them too much. And when we lose the fear of that, then we can also start working on these attachments that we have around them. It's different with a person who's actually in a like constant state of anger, like bitterness, for instance, okay, where it's just you you never really process your anger and it, it just sort of eats you from within and and you see other people uh, with envy and with spite and disdain and it expresses in everything that you do that you think. And how you see the world, that's different. 
So in that state, you quite your energy is quite low in vibratory in, in uh, vibratory weight, and you have a very high chance of attracting not just like here the demons and and what we're talking about, but also other people like that. Mm. We we have to understand that resonance is not just something that attracts demons. Resonance just basically means that like and like, you know, come together. They attract another. That's kind of interesting. I even said it. One of my lowest points, I attracted uh, some crazy people. Mm -hmm. I I always find that too. I I, I generally find that when I'm hurting, like evil people tend to show up, especially when I'm like Mm -hmm. mourning or something. I don't know why. I guess that's what it is. Well, it's the resonance. It, it draws in. Yeah, like what Yona said, it's, it's it, whatever we resonate at long enough, it begins to, it, it's what we, dwell, what we dwell on becomes our life. So anybody who has had tough moments of anger, depression, anxiety, whatever, they'll start to notice that the world begins to reflect what they're feeling. It's like we're telegraphing it out. Right. And, yeah. and then you start attracting more of it in. Right. And then the people who have a tendency to go into that longer and longer or begin to enjoy the darkness and enjoy the quote quote temptation of that then you're talking you're gonna have some real interesting things happen right if you look at america right now i don't know if you feel or see things the same way maybe differently but i think that i feel the u.s is so dark right now the people are so immoral in so many ways i mean i i always thought i didn't think they were very intelligent and very intelligent group of people to begin with americans but now it's like it's gone from like you know, haha, funny to like wow, it's dangerous and more because people the, the the viciousness is, and I'm wondering if it's if that's something to do with the election, or it's the lockdowns, or they just don't really care. They're, they're um, and I'm wondering if if that is a reason why, or if that is probably causing a lot of demonic entities to come into this world right now. Do you feel that there's a lot of demonic entities and activities happening around America because people maybe are so upset, or they're they're acting immorally? Yeah, I mean, first you have to look at what makes people attached to their anger or to their, you know, outrage. And uh, what we just talked about. So if we look at the media, for instance, the major player here in uh, influencing people, okay, then it's very polarizing. And polarization always leads to people, you know, basically not having access to their their higher intelligent function. Okay, so I want to disagree with you there um, on uh, people not really being intelligent. They are intelligent, but they might not have access to their intelligence when they're in a particular emotional state. So all this rowling up the masses, what that does to people is that literally their, their, their higher thinking and their common sense goes out the window and then it's all just about my team, your team. It goes into this basic ego survival, you know, a, a type of, of of being. And in that state, I agree with you. In that state, um, first of all, it's uh, impossible for a person to discern truth. Okay, so this is the big issue that we're having right now. We're having this huge attack on truth, and there's multiple factors uh, that play into this, but. when you have this this polarizing outer condition, people going irrational, basically, and you have a lot of sort of gaslighting and a lot of uh, inconsistent uh, information uh, uh, floating around, okay, people become very insecure. Mm -hmm. 
And the fear of the uncertain, the fear of the uncertain future, okay, is known from a psychological standpoint to be basically the, the, the biggest trigger point in all humans. Okay, so when you can trigger fear in a person, no matter what their values and their virtues are, uh, they're going to go out the window. So, and that I agree with you. What we're seeing is that the values and the virtues are going out the window right now. That doesn't mean that these people are all demonic or that they're all dumb. It just means that they, right now, the way the conditions are, they don't have access to these parts in themselves. And this is the reason why it's so important to learn this. It's important to call this out, to call out untruths, to call out this uh, fear-mongering and, and uh, the, this polarizing and fracturing um, a tactic here that makes it practically impossible for people to see and make sense. That's pretty wild. So maybe they're being cut off of it. As far as people being dumb, I don't know. There, there was a vice presidential debate in the U.S., and I never thought that the first thing that people would be talking about was the fact that there was a fly that landed on one of the candidates' head, and that was the big thing. Everyone's like, "Oh my God, the fly that landed on his head!" Like that was that. That is what everyone was talking about. Mm-hmm. So I'm, um, I'm just thinking, I'm like, okay, well, here we are. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, you know, now we're coming back to your question in the beginning, right? Like. Does this come out of humans, or is it there already and just attra- is attracted by those humans who go into that state? We cannot give you a definite answer. There are st- multiple theories on that. Rudolf Steiner, for instance, says that all dark, you know, all vir- including viruses and and bacteria, but also, you know, uh, sort of dark um, occurrences and darkness itself is an excretion of living organisms okay so it's the darkness in 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 life okay that that excretes and then you know it uh, basically like an like a clearing you know like poop <laughs> say okay, right I mean, you know you, it's it's actually it's a good analogy because if you look at excrements you know they're not neither good nor bad you know they're just like um the part that is uh, that is no longer needed and so uh it can lead to pollution and the, the, i think we are seeing this right now we are seeing pollution in that way it's a spiritual pollution energetic pollution energetic pollution and and that, uh, yes, I can see that, you know, where the, 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 where it's self-propelling, okay? But there is, of course, and we know this, there is darkness. There's, um, uh, you know, uh, kind of like where, you, where there's light, there's shadow, okay? And in this world that we live in that is in itself dualistic, you know, we are these eternal beings in, in mortal bodies, okay? That in itself is a duality, okay, and everything that we see has a seemingly this duality, um, then it is clear that there, there must be darkness out there. And the way to deal with this is to learn about it, to become aware of it, to know one's own darkness, to, to be in truth about this, okay? To say, okay, you know, this goes from accountability and relationships all the way to you know um, the rules 
of a society, you know, the values of a society. Yeah, um, you know, justice and freedom and equality. Those are virtues, you know, that uh, a higher vibratory way of thinking obviously requires. Okay, and if I sacrifice freedom, if I sacrifice equality, if I sacrifice justice for something else, then I have to investigate that. I have to be willing to look at that truth. Why am I sacrificing? Well, what, what do I get out of it? And that's where shadow work, for instance, comes in, where every person as individual needs to look at that. And if there are things within their own psyche that they don't want to look at, then one could, in a very simplified way, say that they become so-called shit magnets, as I always call them, for dark energies. Okay, so pretty much everything that we don't want to deal with, that we don't want to process, that we don't want to face within ourselves, becomes a potential hazard in regards to the energetic effect that we um, that we are experiencing. When people act a certain way, what is it? I'm wondering, actually, let me rephrase that question. Is there a comparable difference between demonic entity and a spirit that is hanging around a person because they resonate with the same thing? Like, how do you know the difference between when you were dealing with a cunning demonic entity and when you're actually dealing with a, with a spirit in passing that is a human spirit that's no longer there? That's part of the hierarchy. But you also, when we look at the, the, the thing with pollution, you also need to look at, um, you know, sometimes it's also the places that are polluted and not a person. Okay, and that can have an effect on the person. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about an infestation, for instance. That's why, you know, sometimes it makes sense to clear the place that you're in, like the house or the area or whatever, um, because that can have an effect. We... You know, when we talk about energies, people still think it's woo-woo. But, you know, if, you, if you're if really honest with yourself, even though, uh, you know, I can't say, oh, I can prove the existence of energies, on some level you can, but uh, what we all know is the effect that it has on us, okay? We all know what it feels like to be with a person that is draining or to be, you know, to feel something like you just described. Not everybody maybe has these kind of ghost experiences or something that's more for people who are actually you know have either a clear tie to someone who's passed or who are energetically sensitive or clairvoyant um, but everybody knows you know what uh, sort of the presence of, of someone who's really negative or really dark can do to you okay the hierarchy of all these different entities has to do with the level in which they occur so there, there are things such as purgatory, you know, type of souls of humans that are lost, that are not crossing over correctly, okay? That we call them the lo lower astral. It's kind of like the junkyard of human energy, so to speak. It's all the excreted stuff and all the stuff that um, isn't metabolized correctly, okay? And that's often uh, the, the, the hierarchy of 
of demonic entities that people experience when they um, drink a lot or when they take drugs or when they smoke pot. So a lot of people have these kind of experiences in their nightmares or when they're under the influence because it's the direct sort of the lower astral realm, you know, where all where all the the the, the lower entities are, the lower darker well, demonic yeah. entities. And there's so many different realms that those things existed. I mean, like there's more than you can imagine. And they all have different, you know, energies about them. But like Yona said, if you're resonating at that or you're influenced by something that resonates at that and you have a experience like that, that's what you're going to sense, what you're going to feel. You know, and it's um, even happens with near-death experiences. Some people have near-death experiences, have this very beautiful, loving change in their life, and they realize that, you know, it's okay. Other people have harrowing experiences where they recognize and realize that they need to do some work, you know, so it's understanding that the resonance that you have is key. Now, of course, always places can have like there are places where there's been lots of pain or something's happened or something bad's occurred. And people who are sensitive can pick up on that. But that's different. Demonic entities mess with you. It's a whole different ballgame. How do they mess with you? Um, it depends on what you're doing. <laughs> so so it can vary from um, I mean, demonic entities can do anything from just kind of like try to twist what you're doing. They'll mess with the where you've got your filters. So if you've got a filter on that says I'm angry or I have a filter on that says I'm scared, they're going to play with that. They're going to bring up things that they're going to have memories that will pop in or they're going to have things that will mess with you. It, the more and more a person gets low or gets fragmented or fractured in their energy, the more and more it becomes almost like a physical thing where you'll feel it or sense it or see it. And that's not a fun thing. Yeah, I don't want to see internet stuff. You know, I I had this experience. I, I've had this experience before, and I I don't know if you guys are aware about this thing. If there's a certain role from it, but I've had experiences where I felt pretty bad, mm-hmm. and then I bumped, and then maybe I was being tormented by something. But then I bumped into someone else, and it's as almost as if like whatever was around me went to the other person because like you know what. You're a slice of pizza, but the other person, man, they're a full pie. So I'm going to go with yeah. them and hang out. Yeah. So I, I've actually done this before. When, I, when I'm feeling bad, I try to find other negative people, and I kind of hang around <laughs> them. And I kind of like, yeah, here you go. Hi, how are you? Hey, everything going good? And I kind of went around, and, I, and, I, and it generally happens. That's what I do. Like I just kind of I, I drop like I'm dropping off dry cleaning. I have no intention of ever picking up. So. <laughs> yeah, there, so the filter set. Yeah, the filter set Jeff just yeah. talked about. Right. You know, it's like how you begin to see the world. It influences your worldview, and it influences what, in psychology, they would call this confirmation bias. You know, you like being people around people who confirm what you see and what you do and what you think and what your opinion is. Mm-hmm. So we feel attracted to that which confirms us, no matter how wrong we are. And also that can happen. The stuff jumping back and forth happens. Uh, I've had it happen both ways. So it, it, um, it, it, it's part of it. What happens is, is whatever energy is on you senses a higher potential to either mess with or have fun with and they'll quit. So it, it's very, very, it happens. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a, this is sort of the middle ground between uh, infestation because we always recommend people not to go into into areas or places where you know there is just a lot of infestation so you it's it's kind of like with viruses too you want to um, prevent uh, contagion okay you want to contain that and 
you know, if you, it's like the the analogy when you go into a war zone, uh, it, the chances of getting hit by a bullet are just much higher than when you go into a peaceful place. Okay, so there are places such as nightclubs, sex clubs, everywhere gambling institutions, everywhere there's the, these lower um, temptations, uh, greed and so forth. Wall Street is another one that are that are very highly infested to a very high degree. So you go there and it will uh, trigger your lowest ego notions yep. and then produce filters. And these filters are then uh, basically the, the, the you know, the, the, this inability to see truth. So you get so convinced that this is, you know, what you need or what you want, okay, that you're no longer able to actually feel when it is unhealthy or when it goes against your own values. Well, and also once your trigger gets hit by the ego, then you're, you're, it's going to happen anyways. Because now that whatever is unleft in you that has been unprocessed is going to get hit. It's going to latch onto that. Yeah. So really dark. I mean, this is like sort of the middle ground here in in those hierarchy of of the demonic forces. But we have to understand demonic forces, and I think it's really important to talk about this in a time like this because this attack of truth that we are experiencing here has to do with that. Demonic forces come usually in, in a disguise, okay? They come in form of like a little bit of truth, but for the most part untrue, okay? Lies and disguise is like, you know, making people, justification, mm -hmm. making people believe that they're doing something good. Unfortunately, we see a lot of that in new age, you know, where there's a, like maybe like the three or 5% of what people say is true and 95% is, is sending people to the, into the wrong direction. Around. It's very dangerous actually. Yeah, a lot of conspiracy theories do this mm -hmm. too. They'll sprinkle in little bits of tidbits of interesting things that may not be a hundred percent true, but they're interesting and they get people like, triggered because people are seeking answers. And what happens is, is that happens it tweaks people in, it gets them involved, it gets them into that fear, it gets them into that excitement, it gets them into what, what they're missing, and then they hooked. So there's a lot of tricks along the way. I mean, the there's tons of them. What the astral tries to do, or demonic, either way you want to put that, lower astral demonic, all it loves to do is mess with you. Because if it can mess with you and possibly get you away from the light, or away from God, or higher power, whatever you want to call that, then they may get a position that's better than where they're at. That's what they do. Yeah. Full-on demonic possession is actually really rare, yeah, that's yeah. and uh, that's something you got to understand. Um, you know, is not actually possible without a person's permission to a certain degree. There needs to come an invitation from the person. Yeah. Um, this can, of course, uh, you know, when a person is in, in a state of mental illness or a state um, like is going through a crisis of some sort. Um, you know, these filters that Jeff talked about, they can prevent a person from actually realizing what they're doing, okay? And uh, this is kind of like uh, uh, what we're doing here a lot in this in these spiritual circles is to uh, give people the tools so that they can discern truths because uh, especially in New Age, especially in times like this where people are looking for answers and trying to make sense of things, um, it's very easy to fall for, you know, things that are actually sending them to these wrong exits, okay? And there, what you'll find is that um, the, the main purpose is to get people into a form of passivity, okay? So this is one way uh, how you can um, 
the basic how you can learn to work with this okay when you're seeking for courage and empowerment and freedom okay and you go and whether it's a religious group or spiritual group or a political group doesn't actually matter uh, when the the promoted agenda has uh, its elements of uh, not doing anything or you know going against others kill, killing others or things like that you know, then it's very easy for a person to get uh, out of their need for answers, get pulled away from their own center, from their own self, all right, and to go into this sort of uh, almost a mass hypnotic state. It's very easy to, to do this with humans. It actually doesn't take rocket science. I mean, the CIA has published a handbook in the 70s how to do this. I mean, all right. people. It's very easy. Why I always wonder if you, if you, I think humanity could really be terrific and wonderful, but they're also so easily manipulated. But, but I mean, it, I feel like I mean, I feel like it could, I mean, it's easier to get humanity to bring it down than it is to build it up. Because like, can you can people also be triggered into or, or manipulated into doing good things? And speaking of that, can a person do something that will will attract? angelic beings like sometimes you know you get possessed mm -hmm. by how, yes. so how do you know if you're guided by angels instead of demons I mean honestly I know it but it's more so about what you choose to align to I mean angelic forces angelic beings whatever you want, you want to use you want to, or words you want to use there you know it's loving it's caring it's expansive it's about expansion it's about moving on it's about transcending so by looking at higher vibratory values courage honor um, integrity, you know, being willing and learning how to open up and learning how to let go and transcend. Those are all things that will align into these higher vibrate, vibrational energies, forces, whatever you want to use. Because as you do, you open yourself up to the potential is what you're doing. But the difference is, is that angelic or vibratory forces that are, or forces, I keep using the word, uh, energies that are of a loving state, they don't want to take anything away from you. They want to show you the truth. They want to show you what's real. They want to show you so much past what what we think we are. We think we're this little body and, and we have some little part of us that goes on living. It's the opposite. That's the whole purpose behind higher orbits, higher vibratory energies is to show that. So by aligning to those virtues and those energies, you begin to open up to it. The difference is, is you have to let go. The, the, the lower vibratory forces all go on control. They all go on quote, quote, force, not really power. They believe it's power, but it's not. It's force-based. It's push. Higher vibratory energies all are based on letting go. All are based on lovingness, openness, and expansion. And that requires trust. Yeah, so it's, it's a very difficult question, Ryan, because uh, there's a lot of people out there who are very fascinated about angels and who believe in angels and um, who go to channelers or... Uh, by angel cards or something like this and, and work with entities without knowing actually um, for real, you know, what the source of information is that they're getting. So if you want to get sort of a scholarly answer here, there's education needed for that, okay, to discern that. What Jeff just described is, is a way through how it feels okay, to discern, but even in, in the, the psychological community is a huge discussion about that, okay, one, when a person is actually 
experiencing a delusion and when a person is experiencing something like guidance from a from a higher being okay so there's no clear answers all there is is a, a body of of education that we can do train our own mind train our own system to be more precise in what we actually perceive and at the same time also understanding that there are other entities and other beings and so forth that exist okay we can't prove it but we can feel the effects of it and then form a roadmap for ourselves where we learn to verify this and where we learn to navigate these things the intention alone is often not enough if there is not enough education because there's a lot of people out there who have good intention in fact actually most people have good intentions but whether or not they're actually feeding something that is pulling them into something that they don't know okay that's often really difficult for people to discern one thing is clear and i think psychology is very clear on that as well you know higher vibratory beings angels are one of them or class there's different classes of angels so never tell you what to do okay they never say to you go kill somebody or take him down or anything like that they would never violate the number one rule which seems to be sort of a divine law and that is your free will your freedom to choose okay so one way to discern this this is a big part of the curriculum that we have here in higher learning is to really tune into this okay what is my will okay and when do i actually choose and when do i not do i see can i choose okay and everything that gets a person into a place where they cannot choose is from our perspective um, a, a state that is below truth as we call it it is not in truth and therefore can't be trusted mm-hmm. you can't you cannot trust any information that does not leave you any choice there always is besides you know all or nothing or black and white there always is at least one more option and that's the the option the, the center that's the middle okay the third option is all that's the middle that's always also there and if we are receiving guidance and we don't really or can't really be sure what the source of it is because we we don't we're not educated and trained enough in discerning the source then we need to ask questions we need to learn that the only way to verify information is through asking and uh, in a recent uh, public talk i recommended people not to ask if something is true or not that uh, is a leading question but to ask what the intention is behind that okay what comes out of that what does this lead to and then you come back to what jeff said then you can compare it with your alignment is this in alignment to the person that i want to be and then you find your answers you can discern if something is actually you know say like a higher or celestial being or if something is actually trying to pull you into these lower realms in in my personal experience it's, it's best to fixate on the qualities you're looking for the energies as opposed to fixating on beings beings are a form and typically forms can mess with us 
no matter if they're beautiful and loving and got wings and all that kind of stuff, or if they're just, you know, leathery wings that look like they want to eat you, it's best to fixate on the qualities. Angels, demons, it doesn't matter. It's really about your energies, in my view, where you choose to focus on. Yeah, there's only a few uh, situations where a person literally can't do this, and this is in the presence of trauma, for instance, or, you know, some other mental conditions where it becomes very difficult when something gets triggered in the person, like a memory, a pain memory or a fear, uh, then these qualities seem to dissipate. So that leads back to what we talked about earlier. You know, you may have good intentions and you have, um, you know, sort of the right goals in life, but, uh, you know, something happens, something gets triggered in you, you know, where you feel threatened or, uh, you know, like say, like the corona situation or, um, you know, you lose your job or something like this. And uh, then your uh, sort of your higher thinking and this high alignment goes out the window. But uh, people can still do uh, this uh, discernment if they train themselves to do that. So there is uh, a good, good news with it, you know, like uh, whether or not uh, some of these entities or beings are good or bad, that is uh, one part of the problem. But uh, this can be trained. We all have the ability, the intrinsic ability to, or innate ability to discern that. We just need to learn how to train ourselves, our body, our emotions, and our mind to not get pulled into false perception. So dark, in my personal opinion, uses the human fallibility of perception. It pulls us into error perception. And there we can it can feel so real and it can feel so right and be completely untrue. And this is, I think, what we are experiencing here right now. Uh, hopefully... It'll be change. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping for something more positive. Do you think that um, if a situation occurs where there's a massive uh, shutdown of the negativity, I'm wondering if that would allow a break of period of time where people would actually be able to get some wisdom, get some divine, you know, uh, inspiration. Because it, there was all this talk about when. Uh, coronavirus happened and all these business and the economies when the government shut down all these things and oh yeah well the earth was healing itself well the earth I guess was healing itself because of lacking human activity but what if the people had an opportunity to experience life without the propaganda or it got a break from the media propaganda do you think that is something that would actually I don't know change the course of human history is that, is that the only thing that can really change humanity collectively speaking is a break from this stuff or for it to cease to exist well, I mean, as long as we've got an ego attached to the back of our brain, look, we have an ego. Like our, we have a midbrain and a hindbrain. Those are both animalistic and reptilian in nature. So there's always going to be this. It's part of the human condition. So as long as that is part of the human condition, there's going to be people who try to get an edge up on people. There's going to be try to people who control, who try to dominate, manipulate, etc. It's part of the human experience. Um, but if the other condition changes, yes, then yeah. that makes it a lot more successful, right? When when everybody has higher goals and actually goes for them, then those people who follow greed or their lower, you know, they they fall out. They can. 
Yeah, but it has to be a movement that uh, one by one. Now, there can be people that come along that have a very high vibratory rate or higher consciousness that can influence thousands of people at once, millions if not. And when that occurs, yes, that can create this. Uh, many times in history when there's been really challenging times, there'll be people who have a very high conscious level that come along either in government or religion uh, or in certain movements where all of a sudden their words, their speeches, their movements themselves change everything. So this can happen. And it typically what happens when there's turmoil, like there, there is right now and not just the United States, there's many countries that are going through lots of turmoil, it sets up this change. Well, there'll be something that occurs. Hopefully it's not a war or anything like that, but it could be. Um, where throughout this situation, as things keep getting more and more drastic or crazy, all of a sudden it shifts and a person or people come forward and through their words, through their actions, through their movements, begin to shift things out of these lower, um, painful states that are, that are people are experiencing right now. So it's very possible. And a lot of times, if you look at history, that's exactly how it occurred. I mean, part of the human ego is not wanting to change anything until the pain of staying where you're at becomes so great that the fear of the future, the fear of uncertainty um, becomes lesser than the than wanting to change the fear. So uh, this confrontation with untruth in, in the history has always led to an emergence mm -hmm. to the next higher octave, if you will, to the next higher expression. So uh, this is uh, really what, if you look at the bigger picture, what we can see here right now, which uh, paints a very hopeful picture uh, for those of us who observe these these energetic uh, dynamics is that we are now actually having a real chance. Yeah. Okay, we're having a real chance to break through uh, paradigms and through uh, sort of crusted uh uh, the deteriorating values uh, from the last 500 years and emerge yeah. out of uh, you know out of this crisis uh, with a new power structure with a new infrastructure with new values in the practical you know like a new um, school system a new political system perhaps a new healthcare system um, and new values and new awareness okay about how all of this, is connected. I mean, this is the, the Corona situation is a wonderful uh, learning experience, really, in regards to how we are, after all, here on this planet, all connected. It's not just talk. We all are. Well, I appreciate it. And that concludes today's edition of Heart Warriors Radio. Thank our amazing guests. Well, our amazing host, Jeff Casper and Yona Brindis, metaphysical teachers and energy healers. Learn more about them by going to transcodes.com and learn more about the show by going to outoflimitsradio.com and check out Heart Warriors Radio. Jeff one, and Yona. Oh, sorry. One Thank thing, you. Ryan. If yeah. people want to know more about these hierarchies of angels and demons and so forth, they should go to the Transcodes YouTube channel. There's a lot of what we call truth talks. Where we, uh, where we dive deeper into these specific topics. So there's a series called Angels and Demons, and then there's a series called Light and Dark Forces. Just uh, on the side note here, um, you know, to learn a bit more about uh, these things that we are just sort of referring to flying by. 